0: Weirdo Bookworms Unite! Do your reading tastes range from dystopian sci-fi to middle-grade fantasy? Dark
1: psychological thrillers to gory body horror? From YA paranormal swords and sorcery? Extraterrestrials? Murder? Mayhem! And beyond! Then we want to share our love of reading with you! Welcome home! Hi, Genre Junkies, it's Sandra. And this is Scott. And we have a special guest, A, a guest who has never been... On this podcast before, he's on another podcast and YouTube that we are involved in. That I am a host of, and he is a host of, and Scott is a producer slash host. I am,
0: host. <laughs> I am not a host. I am not a host. He's
1: the he's the like in the church. He's the the host that you take the little cracker <laughs> host.
0: Um. <laughs> I'd say I'm more like the organist.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oregon Grinder's monkey. <laughs> Got it. jeez and the little jeez-it. Little um, no, we have Caleb here today. Hello. Hi Caleb. Hi, Caleb. So Caleb and Scott and I all hang out over on the Cult Show, which we talk about. You can see the Cult Show on YouTube. You can listen to the Cult Show as a podcast. It's very exciting to have Caleb here because he is a major huge reader just like we are um our other one our other host over there not so much allergic to books
0: (laughs) (laughs) true (laughs) i'm not sure he knows how to read to be honest with you i think that's it
1: yeah many have doubted it yes but caleb reads um prolifically
2: I i would say i average a book a week
1: see that's pretty good. good
2: sometimes more sometimes less depending on you know the size have you been but.
1: tracking like how many books you read like um because uh, one time a couple of years ago um i did a challenge with one of my coworkers who also like to read and we decided to read 100 books that year because i know i've read 100 books before and i know i've read more than that and i've read less than that and um yeah, it's like oh, and we had a rule that a book that was eight hundred pages counted as two. Okay, but yeah, reading a hundred books a year is um, was no for joke. me a lot. Yeah, yeah, that's
2: yeah, that's serious. I I think I could do that for twenty twenty and part of twenty one. Yeah, because I just happened to have a lot more time. time on my hands.
1: <laughs> right. Um,
2: <laughs> So, you know, when things start, you know, coming back and people start going back to work, myself included, ask me again if I'm still reading a book a a week, and the the answer would would probably be no.
1: You'll probably be like us about two weeks. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Um, So before we get started with tonight's selection, which is the fifth season by N.K. Jemisin, Caleb, what type of books do you like to read?
2: You know, I am. Okay. Number one is always going to be Stephen King. Okay, that's... Love Stephen Appropes, Um, But, you know, some of my other um, favorite books, going back to my childhood, mm. I loved the Black Cauldron series by oh. Lloyd, Lloyd Alexander. Oh. Um, I can remember going to the library um, and always looking, you know, for the next yeah. one and reading it. And a uh, funny story, uh, just a week ago, I was in the library because my daughter was... I want her to start reading more. Yeah. Um, and I thought, you know what? I'm going to get a library card too while Fuck I'm here. Yes! So I got a library card. And yeah. the first thing I did is I went to the kids section, <laughs> not the adult, but the oh kids section to see if they, had and they didn't have them. I'm so mad. <gasps> oh <laughs> no.
1: Oh my God. I was going to cry if they had it. That was going to be a beautiful story as it is. It's a, it's a nice story.
2: <laughs> no, it, 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 well, okay. So here's the other thing. I would have been kind of upset if they had had it because yeah. I wouldn't have been able to read it this week because I had to finish uh, this uh, book. That's true. <laughs> so I'd have been like, uh, what, but, but, but. <laughs> I remember telling
1: you like a while ago when we re-upped our library cards, oh, it was kind of a longish time ago now, because it was when they got away with, um, they, they did away with the, the overdue thing We don't have that In our oh, county okay. We don't have the uh, Due dates anymore Because I was a felon Scott and I were felons For a very long time Yeah oh. So it's nice To have that now That it's like There's not a stigma And a shame You can go back And you can get books And <laughs> to,
0: to be clear It's not actually A felony in California To have <laughs> I call, past it, two
1: books I called myself A library felon And that was That was not our fault <laughs> There was a shady <laughs> drop box Yep And somebody I swear to God I remember putting the books In in the drop I, somebody took him out something oh, happened okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. and it was like it ruined me because i've always been a huge huge patron of the library and i was like
2: <sighs> yeah well I so happened? when i was a kid you could check out 14 books at a time wow because i would do that
1: <laughs> like a whole series <laughs> you know
2: well just whatever you know yeah. because i you know i loved the adventures of tentin you know, which I guess is a graphic novel. I, I didn't have that terminology back then. Right. But, yeah. You know, I just loved, loved that. Um, but, you know, I would read all 14 books yeah. and then beg my mom, you know, we need to go back to we the library because I'm going insane. You yes. were
0: <laughs> tin, tin, a Tintin, tin, weren't but, you, But Scott? I didn't read the books, no. Oh,
1: just the, the movies. Okay. Yeah.
2: I enjoy it. I really like them. I think they're a lot of fun. So besides And the movie too. So yeah. you like
1: you like fantasy, I do like, you like yeah, sci fi. I, I like
2: Dune. Um, yeah. that is definitely one of my favorite books. We yeah. were just talking about that earlier. You
1: read Anne In, Rice like I do. We I I read
2: Anne. a lot of Anne Rice, yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I like spy stuff. I like, Ooh, like you know.
1: Ludlum. We were talking about Ludlum. We were talking about
2: uh, Robert Ludlum the other day. Yeah, yeah. They're, uh...
1: Scott Ludlum. <laughs> I didn't know that you
0: loved Robert Ludlum.
2: Oh my God. Uh, you know, I, I wouldn't say it's a love, but it, it's, I'm entertained. You're you letting know? him court um, you
1: right now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Just going to tease you a little bit and, yeah. you know, see if you buy me a Robert Ludlum dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Oh
1: my God, I love it. I love it. You know, I mean,
2: Clancy can be fun. Oh, yeah.
1: um, Can be. Are you a Crichton Uh, fan?
2: I I do like Crichton. Good. um, good. The lawyer guy.
1: Oh, um,
2: John Grisham.
1: Oh, (laughs) Oh. John Grisham,
0: yes.
2: (laughs) So, John Grisham's always fun.
1: John Grisham, the uh, client, was
2: my first um, adult book I ever read when I was eight years old.
1: So we are reading N.K. Jemisin's fifth season. Uh, One of the reasons this came to mind is because I've had a copy of this book for a while that I got used and Caleb had read it fairly recently and talked about it. And I was like, oh my gosh, this book is, this trilogy is, especially the first book is so famous and so beloved. And I was like, I want to like, I've been meaning to read this, I've been meaning to read this. And it kind of gave me some impetus and then also, it is going to be adapted for a film. Word on the street is that she's going to adapt it. Yeah, which is always good. I've heard that it was. I've heard that Sony bought it. Yes, and I've. Yeah, is that right? Is That's, that what you guys have heard yeah, too?
2: Yeah. Um, and I'm excited.
1: It's generally good when an author can adapt their stuff.
2: Uh, well, I you know hopefully they will be relatively true. Yes. To the source material. Yeah. Know? Um. Because, I mean, let's be honest, like the majority of the people in the story are persons of color.
1: Yeah, so Um, they, I mean, you can't like have this story and then drop that ball and be like, yeah.
2: Yeah, I would hope not. Scarlett
1: Johansson, stay home. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding, we all love Scar Joe.
0: It it
2: depends on what she's in, but. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if it's the main character in this, no, I'm going to, you know, yeah. absolutely not. You know, that just would not work. That's
1: a huge part of this books is that there is like some white people, but they're kind of like, it's not a lot of them. Correct. <laughs> they're from the Antarctic. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. And w- they're what, not
2: one of the, you know, the yeah. Arctics or the Antarctic.
1: And they're not like white. They're like white. white. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They are like, yeah, <laughs> all all pigment has been removed.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're like snow. They're like snow people. It's like Jack Frost people. Um, so let me just tell everybody, in case you're not familiar, what this book is about. This is the first book in the Inheritance trilogy, and this book um, was a Hugo Award winner in 2016. So that is a big deal. So here we go. This is how the world ends for the last time it starts with the great red rift across the heart of the world's sole continent spewing ash that blots out the sun it starts with death with a murdered son and a missing daughter it starts with betrayal and long dormant wounds rising up to fester this is the stillness a land long familiar with catastrophe where the power of the earth is wielded as a weapon and where there is no mercy i'm just gonna stop there <laughs> So basically, this is a world where there is constant climate disasters, correct. um, it like it, it immediately made me think of, and this is not the same at all, but like of Game of Thrones, where there's like the the seasons, you know, and they they last for however long they last. I think in her world, a season lasts like a hundred years or something. It depends very yeah yeah, yeah.
2: They're, they're yeah. Yeah.
1: And you can have like volcanoes and you can have basically the earth is considered a god, very specifically a male god, father earth and he is very angry at humanity. Yes. Is the way they view this. Yes. And there's people that can wield powers of the earth. There's something very specific and scientific because M. NK Jemison's a hell of a smart person. <laughs> but like, they pull the moisture out of things and like manipulate it. But um, I, what really matters is that they move the earth <laughs> <laughs> and they affect the weather in some cases too. Um, so just let's let our guest go first, shall yeah. we, Caleb? What was your experience reading this book?
2: Uh so mine would be an obsession uh because I yes. read this twice um in 2 months <laughs> and it, it didn't matter I was still completely engaged the second time around wow um I just I loved it I love the series but <laughs>
0: Yeah I mean I have to say I- you know i have not read it twice yet <laughs> right. but i would have to agree this is absolutely an obsession the world and the history is so rich in this story and it, it introduces itself in a way that even though there's clearly just thousands of years of history to this world it doesn't just you know it doesn't just throw you in and expect you to just understand everything that's happening all you know all together and it just it feeds you this information at such a great speed that I just I just kept reading and kept reading and kept listening mm-hmm. <laughs> I actually uh listened to half of this on audiobook okay. and read half of it and yeah both are absolutely outstanding
1: um no I agree definitely an obsession um one of those things where it's like the hype the hype is real sometimes the hype is the hype for a reason and um this is definitely one of those i have to say it was it it was a really crazy experience reading this book too because kind of like you said scott like you're not expected to know anything and this is their world is I mean, of course, there's ways it's similar to our world and, you know, whatever, but it's also very, very different. And so you're really thrust in and she's kind of like, she's trusting you to be smart and to like, okay, keep up, put it together, like put the pieces (laughs) together and she'll give you clues and stuff to fill in the gaps. But, um, it, it, just, it requires you to be on your toes and like actively reading, um, yeah. I, I adored the characters in this book. Um, Absolutely incredible. Of course, we're going to keep the first half spoiler free. Hard to do with
2: a book like this.
0: It is hard. To do. It is hard yeah. to do. Yeah.
2: I, I think we can do it. I yeah. think we can but do it. You know, go- I also want to say her world building is oh my God. just incredible, you know, because I'm sort of sort of adding on to what you two yeah. have just said about, you know, not knowing anything, you know, I, for me, I'm reading it going like, is this our earth yeah. just, you know, generations and generations and generations in the future, right or is this, you know, made up? Is it, is it something new? And, and you're looking for things, you yeah. know, uh, and there are some things that are similar to our world, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and there are other things that are not, you know. But I mean, one of the exclamations was like, you know, someone said, "Wow," and I'm like, "Well, that's kind of weird," you know. Yeah. <laughs> they would say, "Wow," why isn't it something else? You know? I think that's a You're really like, good. It point. made it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, I know well. I,
0: I want to talk about the writing style of this book <laughs> uh, yeah. because. It's incredibly unique the way that it jumps between a, you know, a, a traditional, you know, there's some, there's third person past tense, mm-hmm. there's third person present tense, mm-hmm. and then there's second person present tense, which there's not <laughs> very many that. books. Yeah. There's not very mo- many books out there that actually take that leap, and it works so well. Actually Good. works, Yeah.
1: Because who? yeah who I mean you have to have such a strong voice as a writer to be able to do that I think
2: well I mean I like those little sections where you know they come in in between chapters yeah you know and and are talking directly to you you know yeah. like are you paying attention reader are you, you know? <laughs> 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 yeah <laughs> yeah you get it like that yeah. like I, I think that's so cool It's very you know personal. but I don't think anyone could pull that off you know I mean it's I hate- is a talented author to be able to do that and not have it get all jumbled um it just works it's amazing she's
1: the real deal like and to have it that personal and it feels personal Mm -hmm. it feels like i don't know there's something about this book that it just feels like you get so invested and i think a part of that is not only because you care about the world and the characters but because of how she is telling you the story
0: yes I mean, the point of second person is to make you feel like you're part of the story, and usually it it kind of feels almost like a like a choose your own adventure book when people write like that. (laughs) But but this like by by the end of the first chapter that was written like that, I was I felt. Very, very connected to the world that was being created. Like I felt invested yeah. in a way that that I don't think could have been accomplished without using that style. Right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Um, so one of the things that I think is really important about this book uh, that is like it's just it's very um it's very blatant, it's very obvious. It starts with the dedication at the beginning of the book. She says, for all those who have to fight for the respect that everyone else is given without question. And I read an interview with NK Jemison that said that this was um this book was inspired by the Black Lives Matter movement and by her um personal experience with systemic racism. Yeah. And it's <sighs> sometimes you just you need authors to just put it out there and people will get it and it'll you know i i like to think that something like this could change somebody's heart you know when they see it and make it more like oh oh i get it you know like it's it's got a lot of message to it um but it's still like wrapped up in this beautiful fantasy story And actually, for that reason, I just kind of want to slide mine in there is I think this should be a mass appeal book. Um, I think the representation is really important. um, And I think the message is very, very important, too. And also, there's a strong message, in my opinion, about the earth and about climate change and just like really
2: important topics packs quite a bit in there i mean yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> i
0: yeah.
2: mean it's a fairly large book to begin with but yes. i mean there is a lot in there about you know i mean comparing the the they're called or, origins right
1: yeah i say origin <laughs> or, yeah okay <laughs> sometimes i said originy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well we'll get into the names yeah. later about yeah. how i would like wobble on you know, <laughs> different pronunciations but the origins are the ones that can control the, the earth and you know I mean there is a I mean it's hard not to say like these are basically like the slaves of you know the yeah. the, the, the south you know um, I, I mean and, and the comparisons just you know having them taken from their homes when they're children changing their names you know it's in this world's for lack of a better word, constitution, yeah. that they're not even human, you know, and can't. And but the origins start to believe it too themselves yes. that they're dangerous, that they're less than that. They're, you know, um, and that's, you know, part of our main characters arc is, yeah. you know, getting past all of that.
1: Yeah, it's it's a it's huge because you start to you believe how society treats you. That's like, you know, and it takes a lot to shake that off you know whatever someone's putting on you um and it just ugh, i just think it was so beautifully delivered too because it's also also just a great fantasy story yeah
0: yeah 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 um I, i'm gonna go with my peel as well and i think i'm gonna say mass as well it's you know it's always hard when we're talking about you know, genre fiction, especially something like this that is very deep fantasy and even kind of heavy science fictiony in a in a in a kind of
1: It's really beautiful hybrid.
0: Yeah. And, you know, it's hard sometimes to recommend that to a mass audience, but I I think that it it it's just so good and so well done and that I can't see any reason why anyone wouldn't enjoy this book.
2: And I would say it's It's got mass appeal as
0: well.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I I think we're going to kind of agree on this a lot tonight. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I know you know conflict sells tickets or whatever, but (laughs) 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 But I I really do feel like if you sit down and give it the chance, like you are going to like it. You know, I mean, there are some horrific things that happen. There are some beautiful things that happen. i i I can't say it enough it's a wonderful story yeah Uh,
1: amazing female protagonist um yes and when we talk about uh representation too not only is this largely people of color there's also trans people there's also queer people um it's it's so like and it's all just so just i don't i can't say another word but beautiful this book is just it's beautiful. Like, <laughs> I sound like Belloc in Indiana Jones. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. But it's, it's true. And it also, it really helps if you like rocks <laughs> crystals. I'm actually wearing a quartz necklace today because I was like, I don't think I can talk about this book and not wear a rock. I'm, I'm,
2: I'm sussing it right now. Oh
1: my God, sussing it. Ah! that's inside for those of you who uh, have read on but it really helps if you like minerals and rocks and crystals and i don't know about you caleb but scott and i love
0: a geode oh for sure i love a A geode i love crystals i oh then you must have loved that scene oh yeah
2: (laughs) yes we will talk about
1: that Are you a rock person? Do you think I, rocks rock? Uh,
2: I, rocks rock, but uh, don't ask me what it is. Can <laughs> <know?
1: Yes. laughs> <laughs> I ask you to identify this? Yeah. That's fair.
2: <laughs> I'm like one of those kids that, you know, like, look, I found a rock. And the adult's like, yeah, that's a piece of horse turd. <laughs> yeah, it's actually not going to be a
1: rock. So sorry. Um, is there anything else you guys want to say before we move on to the spoiler section?
0: I actually wanna wanna say really quick the audiobook for this is so good. Um I, I like to read I'd like to listen to audiobook a little bit faster than the normal speed. Yeah. And I, I really like a I really like an audiobook where I can listen to it at 1.4, 1.5 speed and still really get the emotion and the voice and the experience of it while still listening to it faster. I listened to this at 1.8 speed and I still felt like I was in it. Every character, every moment felt meaningful. Wow. Um, the uh, the, the narrator was Robin Miles, who I immediately, I, I was actually talking to Sandra about this and we were going through all of the other books that she's narrated because yeah. I want to, I want to, you know, listen to those books just to hear more books narrated by her. She's yeah. that good.
1: The, uh, the most recent NK Jemisin book looks like she narrated that yeah. one as well. So mm-hmm. Yeah, it's outstanding. That's uh, that's such a good recommendation because there's so many people that like to do the audio versions of things.
0: I again, even if you're, you know, one of our, you know, horror listeners, there's a lot of you out there.
1: And I'm sure a lot of you followed Caleb over.
0: Yeah. From the cult show. <laughs> right? Yeah. Read this book. It, it is it. it's yeah. absolutely worth it. It has everything you could possibly look for and more. Yeah. It's a stunning piece of art
1: get in there on the ground floor before the film or movie or TV or whatever the heck it is. Adaptation comes out.
2: We'll see. (laughs) Yeah. We'll
1: see in this day and age, huh? Okay. So we will be back after a tiny break with the spoiler section. Hey, bookworm buddy, don't forget subscribe, rate and review. And while you're at it, find us on Instagram at genre junkies. Okay, the spoiler section. The spoiler section. <sighs> oh, okay, I mean, who, where do you even begin? <laughs> um, I, I
2: mean, you could start at the beginning, I guess. Like, I know. Like, um, how tragic that is. How...
1: Oh my God, just, <laughs> this is a book oh. filled with a lot of tragedy. It is, but it's like, there's also a lot of uplifting stuff. So it's not like you've, like I didn't feel like bad or heavy, but there's a lot of tragedy in it. Like, because like, well, cause there would be like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for me, for me, there would be like the sad stuff. And then there'd be like a triumph. You know what I mean? So it felt like a good balance.
2: Well, it, it does jump around. So we'll, we yeah, will yeah. say yeah. that. So it's not, but I mean, when Eason walks into her home oh, God. and finds her little two year old boy beaten to death. Yeah. Um and, and then she days. just like shuts down and is there for she completely days. dissociates yeah. and yeah uh, that like you know I seem to say this phrase a lot but as a parent the, I mean the, like finding that and then finding out that it's your husband that did it
1: yeah and took your other kid to and then took your where. other kid
2: you know I mean that's a hell of a way to open a book.
1: It really is. Um, I, I mean, it's like that type of feeling that like you you feel it all the way down into your fingertips. Mm-hmm. You're just like, oh my God. And it's just written in such a way where you just, you feel this outpouring of compassion. But I think that's like, but see that like what i mean by like and then it takes like a little bit of an uptick or like whatever is an over over at the cult show we love revenge we love revenge and so (laughs) then we've got this this mad mom this mad mama on a road to revenge and i'm just like you go get out there you son and
0: and she's got a superpower too yes Yes. yeah (laughs) you know that that opening scene was very like it like had Ari Aster vibes to me, like Definitely. that same oh, feeling yeah. that Definitely. I get that I, you know, when, when I, which I love Midsommar, but when we rewatched it again, I actually walked out for the first 15 minutes of the film. Oh, Cause you didn't want to see it. Because that. I didn't want to see it. I, I don't, I, I couldn't, I couldn't handle it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to reread this book. I don't know if I'm going to reread that chapter. That yeah. was, that was kind of rough for me. And, and, and that's a, and that is a good thing. That is a compliment to the writing, but.
1: Let's actually, let's do this kind of in the, in the sections. So let's talk about Isan and then we'll talk about Tamaya. And, um, <laughs> um, which I mean, we're all, we're all friends here in the spoiler section. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So my favorite, character in this book. I have two favorite characters. One is Demaya and one is Hoa. Um I of course Hoa is one of Absolutely. Well, first of all, I'm <laughs> completely fucking obsessed with the Stone Eaters. I am completely <laughs> fucking obsessed with them. Surprising,
0: um, no, surprising one.
1: no one. Surprising um, no one. but I I love I love when I just really fall in love with like children characters in a book and um I I felt that it was such a nice compliment to Isan's story that there's this child that's kind of her companion and feels like, I want to be with you. And she has, she's trying to fight this like maternal nurturing instinct towards him, but she can't stop. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I don't know, there's something about, I could see it so clearly. Like the two of them. And he's kind of like trailing behind her a little bit. I don't know. I just had this like really, really awesome visual in my mind.
0: There's a scene with with Hoa in the very beginning of the book that somehow I just kind of like glossed over and forgot about of him climbing out of like that tomb. Yes. Like I read that scene. I remember that scene vividly, but I didn't make the connection (laughs) for like half of the book. I'm like... Oh,
1: yeah. What was he doing in there? Yeah,
0: that's right. He's that that Stone Eater dude. (laughs) It's Okay, apparently I'm the only one who didn't make that connection. Cool.
1: No, no, it's okay. It's okay.
2: (laughs) Look, I've read it twice now. I'm not going to say that there weren't things that I caught this time around that I didn't get the last time around. But I hope that was like. <laughs> I mean, there are a lot of things in this book where you're like, what is going on? You yeah. know, I mean, um, it kind of drives me crazy when you know somebody knows something, but they're not saying. Yes. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing, yeah. but it just kind of makes me kind of go like, come on, you know, Tell out eight. with it. Just, you know give it up you know? <laughs> i so
1: ha- i so had that feeling in reading this book as well and it's kind of that like where she's giving us pieces but you have to fill in a lot of blanks and you know to put the the history of the world together and stuff and i'm just like ma'am ma'am <laughs> I, I need you to just i need you to just tell me here because i feel like we are friends and you're not and like you're keeping secrets from me um and so of course then the two of them are joined by Tonki who is trans and
2: amazing. To- totally team Tonki here. I mean <laughs> just,
0: badass character.
2: Just amazing. I mean just so funny. just how she's written as just Dirty yeah. and smelly, and just has every Run. every tool imaginable, like yes! upper dress, you know, like just ready to grab out whenever she needs it. And uh, I mean, she's learned, and so she just knows all these things. She can survive in this harsh world. She has been surviving in this harsh world. Some nice comedic and She's trans, you know. Yeah, yeah. Gets grumpy when her hormones start yeah. running out. Like I just was like, oh my god! Like you can put this in a book. That's okay. You know, I mean I just so loved good. it. And
1: I loved how um isen really just accepted it too. Um because it's one of those things where it's like it's obviously important because it's important to this character, but of Tonki, but it shouldn't be anything to her traveling companions, right? And that's so it was just like a perfect like let me show I'm not going to tell you, I'm going to show you. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yes,
0: it, it, it was. It, made, it makes it not a defining characteristic, just a part of. Yeah, that it's just person. talked about. Yeah. yeah, twice.
1: Right, once yeah. where you know, Asen's observing two, three times. Yeah, and then we know that Tonki's family didn't accept them.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah. For, for yeah. a number, of but reasons. I mean, but that's that's it. Everything yeah. else is just. She is tonky, yeah. you know
1: <laughs> it's so, so well done. It's just oh, so so sweet. um, I love the three of them uh, again, Tonky's great comedic relief a lot of times too, but like they're just like a really odd little trio. It's very cute, that's like our little adventuring party,
2: yeah, it's you know it's like they're hobbits going off to <laughs> <laughs> Still, get the Smog's ring. gold right yeah. You know? like, <laughs> But you know, here they are, just off down the road. <laughs> off we go. And they all have like a mission in their head. I yes. Mean, yeah. Not everyone's sorta of saying what it is, you know. Um E wants to find her husband because yeah. he's got her daughter. Yeah. You know.
0: And has to die. Uh,
2: right. <laughs> we sure don't is. know what Hoa's motivations really are yet. You we know,
0: know he's attached. We, really we know he,
1: he wants to be with Isan. Yes. Yeah, but I mean, other than that, that's though, all we know. We
2: don't know. And then Tonki, as a as a scientist, as a as a learned person, yeah. What just wants to observe both of them.
1: Yeah. You know? <laughs> exactly. She <laughs> just wants to take notes the entire time. And like such a great reveal that it's like, okay, maybe I took a deceptive route, but I'm right. yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's so funny because that's clearly the way she's been since a kid too, is like, I don't want to tell you everything. Okay, fine. I'll tell you some things right, Um, to keep herself from getting murdered. Um, <laughs> so then we have, Cyanite, that's how you say that right? That's how I've been yes. saying it, yes. and yes. Alabaster, aka bastard yeah. Um, what so okay, let me just throw this out there. I said Damaya and Hoa, what are your guys's favorite characters? And I am thinking them as separate characters. I, yeah.
2: I am definitely, um, Tonky, Team Honky, like I said, Honky, <laughs> Tonky, <laughs> Tonky. <laughs> um, I also love. Love, love, love. I'm all about the queer folk. It's um, awesome. Inan? Inan?
1: <gasps> oh my God. You can't he talk is about this. so kind of cool. Like, yeah. I yeah. just
2: love just his grandiose. He's this big, giant black man with braids yeah. and just loves life. And he's fucking queer. It's Sorry, <laughs> I know you don't cross on the show. No, we do. We do. <laughs> you can bleep. We do. That we do. Out, I but, just bleep it. <laughs> but yeah. I just love that, and yeah. I love their little trouble there. Yeah, you know? oh, my God.
1: I okay. I just just to okay really quickly. What's your favorite characters?
0: <laughs> oh, I in honest, by by as absolutely my yeah. favorite character. Okay. It, Amazing, just gregarious loves life. Friendly loves just life. yes. Yeah.
1: And um, he's a pirate. And he's a pirate. How it's like, oh, how much cooler can he get? How about he's a pirate too? Um no, I and who doesn't love a fucking I pirate? Know. <laughs> a six foot five pirate at that. A giant pirate. Um I I love their I mean, she doesn't even know what they call it. They're triad, their family, it's their family, is like the best way to put it. I guess Anon is kind of both their husband. is Yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah. like, but he, you know, they, Baster and Cyanite have a total connection and chemistry and love apart from him as well. Um, and then, you know, then you add a kid in the mix and everything too. It's so just like, it's natural. It just feels like, yeah. This is, it doesn't feel forced. It's like, this is how this family is supposed to be. And it's really
2: kind of beautiful. Yeah. Whenever those, I was reading those chapters, I had a smile on my face. Because you know what Alabaster and Cyanite have been through being brought up in the fulcrum. So the fulcrum is like the powerful government running things, basically enslaving the origins. So right. they have never known love. They were removed from their parents at a very early age. Their parents didn't like them because they were, were afraid of them. you know, because their origins and yeah. this world is brought up to hate them and to have them find like this love, this happiness where they don't have to worry about who they are, what yeah. they are. Um, Alabaster even talks about, you know, as a gay, I mean, As a gay man, you know, he's never, he had one love and that was taken from him like early on. So for all of them to finally have that, I just had a big smile on my face. Yeah,
1: (laughs) it's like, it's clearly like this really beautiful... Time for all of them, and there's this bittersweetness to it because we are hinted at that this will not last, right. and it makes it even more like, ugh, like it's like it's part of that uplifting and also emotional roller coaster that she's really good at taking us on. And I kept calling the baby conundrum. Me <laughs> <I didn't laughs> <need> too. <laughs> um, but uh, no, I let's just let's just talk about alabaster for a moment. Alabaster. what? I did not see this character coming <laughs> I did not see I don't know. you don't see him coming. and like, I think he was pre- he was presented to us in such a smart way because he's kind of like he seems quote unquote crazy. He's right. got these wild ideas. but it turns out like, no, he's just actually been out in the world he's not drinking the fulcrum kool-aid anymore right and he's like like trying you can tell that he's like i shouldn't even bother with this cyanide chick because she's just one of them you know yeah. for a while like sh- we're just supposed to breed which was <laughs> so awkward and <laughs> oh yeah. yeah yeah and
0: then um It's not often you read just like an actual like dry turn off kind of sex scene. Yeah, like they're clinical. It's clinical. Yeah, I think
1: she uses that word. They
2: they more than make up for it when the three of them (laughs) (laughs) when they get
1: their husband. Damn. Yeah. (laughs) And they yeah. find and they find Damn. a way they like
2: to do it together. <laughs> yeah.
0: they like to watch They, they like watch to each watch. other. Yeah. They are yeah. turned
2: on by that. They, like, yeah. they hated having <laughs> sex together. <laughs> <laughs> Alabaster and China. <laughs> but they love seeing them like turned on by Anon. You know,
1: it's just amazing. <laughs> My precious beautiful amazing. gift. <laughs> but
2: Alabaster though, he is also so unlike Hoa, where you know he knows things. Yeah. But they at least give him like a line of dialogue that says I don't know if I should tell you, and even if I did, I don't know if you could handle it. Ooh, <laughs> and you are like, "Ooh, it's setting tell me. something up? Something juicy? <laughs> something big?" I am listening. <laughs> you know, but but again, you are frustrated because you are yeah. like, "Just come on, oh, out with it.
1: <laughs> Um, what did you guys think of? Well, I mean, I know what you guys think, but when he sees his possible child, and we start to learn what a node what maintainer a
0: node does. Oh man. That was worse than the beginning. That was hard.
1: I actually, I read that passage and I went back and read it again because I was like, I was so like upset that I was like, I need to reabsorb this because I knowing like, because he would, he does that for the node maintainers, even if they're not his kids. Right. Yeah. And you start to really see like this really beautiful side of him too.
2: Yeah. So, what a node maintainer is, is an origin that either can't graduate from the fulcrum. Yeah. And so they lobotomize them. Yeah. Uh, basically, put them in a room hooked up with feeding tubes and colostomy bags and
1: and possibly they, are molested.
2: Not possibly. All well, definitely, definitely, are, definitely in his case. Are. Yeah. But they're also um, medicated as well. Yeah um so they're just completely out of it but even though they are out of it this world is in flux constant earthquakes and tsunamis and yeah. and as an origin even when they're not aware of it they can just reflexively calm these things
1: little quells and
2: and so alabaster figures out the force breeding that he's had at least he says at one point See, I he think says i've had at least 12 i think 12 yeah. yeah he says i think i've had 12 kids and he thinks that most of them, if not all of them, this has happened to them. That they've yeah. they've all become node maintainers.
1: And I should, I, I do want to clarify. I know for sure. Like we said, this kid was definitely molested. This node maintainer. Yeah. But um. Because he had I, bruises yeah. on his thighs. Which yeah. Yeah. But it's it's one of those things where it's like. I don't, we don't know if every node maintainer is, but the fact of the matter is, is that they are not, they're treated even less than human than every other origin.
0: Right. They're treated less than animal. they less than anything. They're, they're, they're they're treated like, I mean, less than, I mean. Just a tool. They're a tool. Yeah. They're,
2: yeah. yeah, Yes. They're, they're a wrench. They're a screwdriver. Yeah. You know, that you have to like sometimes change a bag on their stomach or something. Yeah. It's just disgusting.
1: That's just all that you have to do though. Yeah. Um. And I like how a lot of the cyanite and alabaster passages is really about cyanite coming into her own too, which is really cool character development. She's so frigid and cold and shut off uh, because that's how she's supposed to be, right? And then she starts to <laughs> defrost, <laughs> thaw out a little.
0: I also really appreciate that that included in this book because I was starting to feel a little bit weird. About how Cyanite was being treated as far as being emotional support for uh, Alabaster. But I love this line. Cyanite's uh where basically Cyanite is trying to figure out how she ended up becoming the emotional caretaker for a crazy Ten ringer while stuck out in the middle of rusting nowhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, I appreciate that because yes, <laughs> there is a certain point when that's basically what you've become, right. and that's not that's not fair to you either. Right. right.
1: So then, of course, we have my dear, dear sweet Damaya, who I love so much. Yeah, Dama. And, Dama. <laughs> <laughs> and this is how we learn, like, what the fulcrum is, fulcrum? and
2: what, what guardians are. Oh,
1: yeah, which I am very fascinated by the concept of guardians. There's something that gets really sci-fi about that relationship. Yes. Um, which I think is really interesting. Um. There's such a complicated, sick relationship between Origine and Guardian, too. Um, a very manipulative and unhealthy, but of course, very fascinating to read about. It, because, like you said, they come from like families. Especially, we know what Demaya. Everybody was afraid of her. She almost killed a kid. Sometimes right. they do kill people.
2: Some yeah. Or destroy entire comms or communities. Yeah.
1: You start to speak in the language. (laughs) Uh,
2: Yeah. Have you cussed in... uh,
0: Have you said rusting Rusting earth yet? Yes.
2: Yes.
0: (laughs) I really liked Demaya. It was... You know, it was a nice couple of chapters that really felt kind of like a... Like almost like a middle grade, young adult kind of adventure. Like the beginning of a story. Like...
1: But like Ender's Game, there's an insidious. Well, Ender yeah. Stone.
0: I mean, if you if, if 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 you were to take this book and you were to organize it in an actual chronological order, I think first of all it would still work. But yeah. second, you would have kind of this like a uh, oh you know things are I mean clearly things are clearly things are 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 horrible. I mean, yes. truly horrible. But there is sort of a little bit of a Harry Potter being taken off to Hogwarts feeling, right? Uh, d- you know, a dark, a dark, bad Hogwarts, and then things just continue to get darker. Putting it where it was, though, like, it kind of, like, made me almost feel bad about enjoying those chapters. Right. Well, because that was the lighthearted it's, stuff, <laughs> yeah. in a way, you know, because
2: <laughs> once you got to the other stuff, you know, like, communities are being blown apart, and yeah. there's, you know, the node maintainers and... <laughs> that stuff yeah um,
1: there's something because there's there's something about that uh, place the with the fulcrum that is um, uh, we're seeing it through a child's eyes so there's a childlike wonder to it like just you know like during her free hours, she wanders around and like you know so there's and she's She's finding that she's actually really good at this too. So you can't help, but be kind of excited for her because you're like, oh my God, like she's, she's good at it, right, right? you know? But then it's like, you know, that it's like,
2: it's bad though. <laughs> right. I know. Well, she doesn't know it because she's a kid, but yeah. us as adults, we do, you know, I mean, yeah. she's just this little country girl from nowhere. Yeah. That's been, you know, I mean, basically abandoned by her family, you know, right. um, this guardian comes and picks her up, breaks her hand, yeah, you know, and tells her that he loves her. But the, she yeah. can't lie to him ever. Yeah. I mean, that's the start of this relationship. And then she goes to this big giant city that's got over a million people living in it. Yeah. And architecture and balconies. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> books. Yeah. And books. Yeah. They teach her to read. Like from her perspective how can this be bad
1: absolutely and you just like you see how the indoctrination starts and why it took her so long to shake it
0: well the part that i found the most heartbreaking myself is the realization that uh, the fulcrum was built by origins like Uh it that whole structure that whole that that whole control structure was built by themselves to protect themselves but it's it's just so tragic
1: another thing that i read that inspired her to write this was the concept of residential schools which is something that is being very very brought to light in canada um they're forced to have a reckoning with it right now we haven't we're kind of hiding and not having our reckoning about it in america and it's also something like australians and well basically anywhere where people have colonized and other people and rounded up the indigenous folks especially children and put them in schools okay and like you can see the parallels and it made me think of plantations too like right. you know this like grandiose thing that's built on the back of other human beings yeah oh absolutely you you know absolutely yeah it calls it calls to light all of that um (laughs) I'm so sorry I'm gonna brag can I brag of
2: course you can brag
1: thank you Caleb I knew it was all her (laughs) (laughs) um I will say around 50% (laughs) uh, about 50% through the book about halfway through the book I was like oh it's all her
2: I I I'm gonna say that yes, I did yeah. too. Good, but yes, did you know that Bynoff was Tonky?
0: No, no, I did not. not at no, all. No,
2: no, no. That like blew me away when that happened. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, they met when they were kids. And yeah, now they met in their forties. Holy
0: shoot! Yeah, <laughs>
2: holy
1: shoot! What about you, Scott? Did you piece it together? I, I pieced
0: it together. Um, like, I had a I had a feeling that Demaya was Cyan. Yeah, um, and then. Once that was actually like revealed for sure that that Demaya was Cyan, I'm like I am almost positive that Cyan is 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 is, is, is Essen, mm-hmm. but but that just created that dread, yeah, like because y- at that point cyan was like living her best life <laughs> in yeah. a way it's like oh but why does she leave all of that how right and you know and she yeah. gets on the boat and this, and they're, they're all saying you're not you're never going to come back you're not going to come back i'm like yeah. she's not going to come back <laughs> <laughs> and
2: in a way her getting on the boat is yeah. the end of that because yes. she goes to Aaliyah to to see this community that she totally destroyed <laughs> Oh my God. um yeah and then a guardian saw her and yeah. you know
0: yep
1: um i love that growth that arc of her that she wants to fix it and i was like i found that very powerful that it's like she wants to try to fix that and i, See, I love, I love I, that i love I'm, that girl. i'm
2: more team alabaster on that because oh. when they're on the island he's like this is everything why can't you just
1: why can't, yeah. you, ever why be can't satisfied? you just leave it alone just let him you know? rust
2: yeah just just uh, and he was right yeah. yeah he was right you know if she had never got on that boat they would still be there
1: yeah 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 <laughs> i mean it's true but i just i don't know maybe i'm a maybe i'm just a major cyanide apologist <laughs> I'm just like uh, i i get it i guess i get it i get why she did it um
0: it's absolutely in her character. That's that's it, what she does. And yeah. and and really it does show that's that's the point when her true self really just she just follows her own instincts and she does things for herself yeah. and not for anyone else, not because she's been told to do it. And that's why I love it. But I am with Caleb on this one. <laughs> like well, of
1: course, because your favorite character, had to die there because,
2: because horribly, he oh my god, <laughs> got exploded by a oh. girl.
1: So that's Holy how that
2: works.
0: Oh my y- god! Yeah, I mean that's kind of how I imagined it. The first time he explains that that's what they do, but then to actually happen happen effectively on screen, <laughs> it was a totally different to someone that you that frankly, I think I love him as much as they did Yeah, uh, to have, to have that happen <laughs> yeah. to him right in front of you is just yeah. a little too much to stomach. Yeah.
1: Um, can we, can we talk about stone eaters and how much I love them? Um, so I don't want to say too much because I know Caleb has read the whole series. Uh, <laughs> I oh, re- you have. I- and I okay. have to
2: remember too, like, okay, what can I say? What can't I say? about them?
0: <laughs> but um, I'll just say this. There's very little information that's been given to us. So basically yeah. nothing. There's,
1: they're creepy. They're wonderful. They tend to latch on to origins. Everybody kind of has their favorite. Like, um,
0: there seems to be kind of a possessiveness there. Well like
1: she pulled alabaster into the
0: earth. Well yeah, but
2: but uh, yeah, it, and, but at the uh, end. Antimony Antimony. Antimony? Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: But at the Antimony? end. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> an- an- Antimony.
2: Oh.
0: Um I Alimony? <laughs> <laughs> um, th- there's that scene at the end between her and Hoa and they're like they get like territorial. Yeah, they're like back off. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And Hoa has to say no, no, no. I'm
2: I'm not interested in Alabaster. This, you know, basically, th- this, this one's mine. This one's mine. That one's yours. We're okay. I, I, you well, we
1: meet the one at the gate with Yika. And yeah. Yeah.
2: We didn't talk about Yika. <gasps> Yika.
1: <laughs> Yika. Who-
2: but 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 getting back to the stone eaters, though. Yeah. Hoa did something to himself where he appears more human. Yeah. Because Intimidate is basically like a living statue. Yeah. Yeah. Um
1: just like the lady up front.
2: Yes. Yeah, who is yet to be named, but yeah. she gets a name. <laughs> I
1: well, of course, of course, um, yeah, because Hoa like is kind of trying to explain, but not really trying to explain. Because right, he says
2: like I, I needed you to like me.
1: Yeah. Oh, my sweet, precious why? baby. My sweet, precious baby! <laughs> um, so Yika leads the amazing crystal colony. I know. Where everybody wants the to live.
0: inside. Of a
2: geode! Of a geode. I where everybody,
1: want
0: wants live live. everybody wants to live. Everybody wants to live there. I'm picturing like, like a combination of Fraggle Rock <laughs> and... and Like almost, almost like the TVA, like where you just walk in and there's just all this, all these wonders in front of you.
2: Okay. So I was kind of thinking, remember when we watched the movie, Sandra, um, with, uh, Rutger Hauer about they played the game? Oh
1: my uh, God. What's that fucking, it was your uh, pick.
2: I know. I'm totally blanking (laughs) on the name right now, too. Uh,
0: um, Oh my god! And I never pay attention to what you guys talk about, so I have no idea. But there's a
2: scene where they go. Everyone is living miles underground. Yes, uh, and that's kind of how I pictured it, only with like glowing geodes. Not just geodes, but giant geodes that are like the size of trees and buildings. Are you talking about Logan? One hundred percent. No,
1: no, no. It's um. Hold on, I'm getting it. I'm
0: getting it. Of which I've seen a quarter of, which is why I made that guess. It is like underground the blood of heroes blood
2: of heroes
1: among other titles that's, it has like yeah. 12 titles that's
2: right but yeah um yes again another sort of post-apocalyptic Post- yeah you know wasteland and there's this this place they come to where everyone's underground but as soon as you said you love a geode i was like oh
0: <laughs> oh then you're gonna love this <laughs> Well, there's a part of me I want to collect all of the obelisks. Like, I want the garnet. I want the amethyst. Yeah. Over here is probably the diamond. Like, I, I, I was always like, when it comes to rocks and crystals, mm-hmm. it's I'm not like a like a crystal healer kind of person or anything like not that. Not that there's anything wrong with. I'm that. kind of more like a like a. Like a crystal Pokemon trainer, like I want to collect them all. Like any kind, like this doesn't have that. But any kind of story that has like, like, like Power Rangers—they like, all got their coins. And yeah. Anything right. where you have to like, there's things to collect and and shiny like shiny objects. I'm like yeah. a crow, and I want them yeah. all.
1: I respect that about you, actually, a lot. <laughs> um, okay, so I know Caleb has to be careful to not spoil this, but um, <laughs> and Timony's eating him. <laughs>
2: It's mentioned, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that, I like did like a triple quadruple record scratch, like, what?
2: Right. <laughs> like, I had
1: to go back. So, like, yeah. I have a- Al-
2: Alabaster is turning to stone.
1: And his person is eating his, him. His
2: rock eater
0: is eating him. So, I have a theory.
1: I love it, but I hate it.
0: I have a theory.
1: Okay. Okay. You just want to float your theory. I'm going to
0: float my theory and I'm going to have to like not look at Caleb. No, I, I will this. neither confirm nor deny yeah. if you were correct. So Hoa is eating rocks and he's saying that this is me pointing at the rocks. Like that is actually who he is and he needs to ingest yes. it to stay alive. I think, that, um, I think that Alabaster is going to survive because he's going to become a
1: they're going to be stone
0: eater. I think that that's what stone eaters are. Yeah. is basically ascended uh origins. Uh and and they like kind of merged or ascended. Yeah. And I have another theory.
1: Okay. Just a theory.
0: And that is Hoa is in a way Corridine. or uh cor corodite. Corundum? Corodine. Corodine. Corundum. Cor. <laughs> Sapphire, a, c- c- sapphire, cyanite, and <laughs> alabaster's. Kid. Yes. Kid. So that is cyanite.
2: Right. Thinks she murdered to keep away from yes the guardians.
0: Oh, which is heartbreaking. And I think a stone eater saved him. Yeah, and he became a stone eater. He could also be in Uche. the same way that alabaster is. Could also be Uche, her her other little boy. Um, no, Uche was too young and Uche's recently deceased. Well, I mean, Hoa's centuries old. Well, the stone eater part of Hoa is centuries right, old. Right, but there might be but a the spiritual body, component. The yeah. body is like t- 10 to 13. Right. which is about the right age. Right.
1: But yeah, I think I think you could be onto something where there's some sort of a convergence that happens. So that's my theory. I like it. And um I like have that people have diamond teeth.
0: <laughs> it's also very nice. It's, it's, it's a real grill.
1: It's a grill. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but it's permanent.
0: I really wish I could have seen your face, Caleb, oh, when no. I was saying that no, because I... I can't wait to read it. And then it's our, my theory's out there now. I, it's, it's, out there. It's, it's always wide. fun to make a fool out of myself I, I, or go, I, yes. I, I had my Lady Gaga poker face
2: on. So yep.
0: <laughs> Well, we should probably wrap this
1: up at some point.
0: I think we should put a bow on it.
1: I mean, how many little pieces of Hoa out of 10 oh. should we? <laughs> is he eating his own toes? What's he doing?
0: Obelisks. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to give obelisk. obelisks. Yeah. With a
1: stone eater in it.
0: With a stone eater in it. Yeah.
1: Um... There is nothing I would change about this book. Um, my experience of it is very solid. I would have to give this a 10 out of 10 obelisks all the geodes.
0: Yeah, I I would say and I think I think you'll agree, it's not just that I wouldn't change anything about this book. There's things that this book did that I did not even realize that I wanted and that I've never, you know, I've never experienced before. It's 10 out of 10, it is absolutely outstanding. I love it. Yeah. And you know,
2: I would say for me, out of all the reading I have ever done, I have never, I mean, sorry, let me, let me walk that back. I, as an adult, I have never read an adult book again so quickly. Like I've never even attempted it. You know, it's like, okay, read it, moving on. Maybe I'll come back to it 10 years from now or something. Yeah. But reading it this quick again, loving it, I I mean, how could it not be ten out of ten, whatever you want? You that know? is
1: such high praise. So, that is such high praise. You know, and
2: got just as much out of it the second time around as I yeah. did the first
0: time. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. Mm. 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 Yeah, that that's praise right there. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Love this book.
1: Delicious little <laughs> if food I would eat it. <laughs> <laughs> it did actually really make me want to eat like a
2: ring pop or like
1: some rock candy. Really?
2: I just wanted some dried fruit that they were talking about. Or, know, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, just think about these people's lives. They're basically prepping all the time. They're, yes, disaster. for this fifth season that. May not happen in their lifetime.
0: Yeah, their their Ten Commandments are basically about prepping. That's
2: lore. That's what we also <laughs> did not talk about. I Still love more. the fact that each chapter ended with like a part of their. Bible, yeah, you know, I They're, they're stone low. Too. I mean, it just created a much more believable world. It
1: did, it, and it it adds so much depth to every chapter because you're collecting this stone lore as you go along. So then you're like, oh, I see, and I see why they do that.
0: Did you read the 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 appendix? appendices? Oh, oh, yeah. f- oh f- of f- course,
1: fuck yeah, <laughs> of course. I love I love reading about because I was like, tell me more about the season of teeth.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right <laughs> oh now see now, <laughs> now we just need spin-off books for sandra we just need spin-off books right. and and yeah hers will be the one that she'll just about watches. all the
2: all the fifth seasons that have yeah. happened and how people and have died these, and i would read them ate each other and <laughs> <laughs> <There's these. laughs> or s- suffocated in an ash ash cloud or a gas cloud or a i love it
1: <sighs> i love it it's so it it opens up endless possibilities
2: yeah it's like i love how the herbivores
0: change during oh
1: the oh my and become
0: carnivores <laughs> like
1: how evolution cool is that? the the,
0: <laughs> the way that things have evolved in this world around <laughs> the seasons like okay when they've ingested too much ash or when they don't get enough sunlight they turn like like into these totally different yeah. you know the plants and the animals all do it is just like genius yeah. <laughs> Genius.
1: I think what we're realizing here is you could have a podcast about just even the first
2: book, <laughs> like so. In, and, in other words, have it be your longest episode ever. Pretty we're much, still, we're still going about <laughs> not even close. <laughs> nope, not even close. But I'm not even done. Yet. I know because <laughs> we didn't even talk started. about the last line of the book. Oh,
0: oh, okay. So actually, so yeah, that first <laughs> interlude just, just, in the book.
1: This is like the appendices.
0: Well, no, no. This, no. So in the first interlude in the book, when when, you know, the narrator is talking about the stars and the occasional comet and all this stuff and then says, you know, they never think about what's not there, but, you know... Why would they know what they're missing? I'm like, he didn't mention a moon. <laughs> he didn't mention a moon here. Is there no moon? That's, is a no, moon? But, gonna but gonna there was also there was
2: also a line about uh, astronomy. Uh, they don't call things
0: astronomy. They call it
1: astrometry or uh, uh, something uh, um, like that. Stometry.
0: Astometry. Uh, Astometry uh, or
1: astrometry. I feel like I can't speak.
2: Astronomists, yes, that they put yes. "mest" on the end of everything. She calls it a pseudoscience.
0: Yes, yeah, same with same with uh, same yeah. with medalists, right? Yes, yeah,
2: but um, it's like they're not looking up. They're concentrating on the ground because that's what's going to kill them. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so you're talking about how um, suddenly it hits you. Evil eating Earth. He's not crazy at all. And he never has been. Tell me, he says, have you ever heard of something called a moon? What? What?
2: And that answers a lot right there. If, yeah. If you really.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. I That is. That is. I, I think for sure that is. um That is Father Earth's only child. Yeah, because that's, that's the thing to. they talk about. Yep. Uh, Father
2: Earth is mad because they stole his only child. It's
1: got to be the moon. And it even says in there, they don't know what that is, but... And it's like, oh, no wonder everything's fucked up. We
0: <laughs> went to the moon. The <laughs> moon li- probably literally crashed into Earth and created the first
1: We probably tried to fucking fifth season it or something. Yeah. or s- L-
0: Some human thing.
1: I can't can't grinning. wait to
0: find out. <laughs> you know. And you know what? We may not even find out, to be honest with you. I mean we really won't. I, and I'm okay with that. If of course. I, I like this kind of um what's your favorite word? Ambiguity. Yes, thank you. That is you. Like my favorite word. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, totally love, ambi- it. I love ambiguity. I love ambiguity. I love this kind of ambiguity where it's like there's enough in there for you to make your own inferences. Yeah. If I were a rock eater, I'd be ambiguity. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um
2: sorry I I no going. i can't beat that no no, no, no. Finish. no Finish.
0: I, I, like, I, I like that kind of ambiguity where where you, you know there's enough for you to make your own inferences on yeah. what is happening and what has happened in the past and it doesn't need to be like that does not need to be laid out for me like Oh, you know, I I love ambiguity. 50,000 yeah. years in the past, they lassoed the moon and brought it into the earth. I don't yeah. I don't need to know all that. <laughs> I mean, if she want I mean, she wants to explain all of that, I am I will I will eat it up with a spoon. Yeah. But I'm not going to be disappointed if she doesn't.
1: I think part of it for me is I trust I just trust her as an author and I'm like, mm-hmm. I think she's going to tell us what we need to know and what we what we don't need to know is fine. Like it's a lot of trust. In just like her storytelling, um, also Stone Eater reminds me of a Rock Eater.
0: <laughs> but you hate that movie.
1: I've told you this. I do hate Bastion. I hate Bastion so much. I love Atreyu. I love <laughs> and,
0: and you hate and you and you hate the Luck Dragon.
1: Yes, I do hate the light dragon. He's so You Stupid. hate the
0: never-ending story. Because because, I mean, that's the never-ending story. No, and, I and like- you're not.
2: You're not wrong by the way. <laughs> oh my god! I blood. like. I like in <laughs> my own home.
1: <laughs> i like atreyu i like all the stuff that's going on in that storyline i think the luck dragon looks crusty which bothers me personally that's why i don't like Falcor. but um i just i hate bastion i just hate that kid god i hate him why was he why do we even need him
2: i don't know i you know i saw that movie as a kid and i was just kind of like all right it's cool
0: i all guess right.
2: And then uh, as an adult, you're just kind of like, Meh. you can cut all this out, too.
0: I watched that movie like every week for probably five years of my life. I love that movie so much. Never
2: ending the story. Yeah, the best part of it is that song. Oh, it's good. Yeah, It's real good. And then when Stranger Things had their little moment. <laughs> that moment with yeah. that song. I almost felt like they were taking that from me a
0: little bit. Just a little bit.
2: My kids loved that version, though.
1: Yeah. How could you not?
2: I want you to do it. Not right now. I got It's like the children are here in the room.
0: Shit.
2: Turn around. Look at what you see.
1: So cute.
0: In your face
1: credits <laughs> oh Yeah, that's all
2: the singing you're getting out of me <laughs> <laughs> Good. Good. more than i would have expected <laughs>
0: <laughs> karaoke time baby
2: yeah oh. maybe when the mic's off <laughs> 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 this ain't my first rodeo nah. recording something <laughs> i wouldn't want to be caught dancing in front of a green screen <laughs> wouldn't
1: you though
0: Uh huh. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Actually, on that note, nobody, (laughs) nobody, go over to the cult show. Mm -mm. No, no. Not
1: watch that episode. Not (laughs) don't watch the birds episode.
2: Not not our most recent. The birds.
1: Okay, we're gonna we gotta go. We gotta go now. There's my mind is reeling. My mind is racing with stone eaters and. (laughs) Sorts of things, Caleb. Thank you for being our on our show for the first you know time Here, thank
2: you so much. I seriously, I love both of you guys. I'm so happy you guys came into my life like a couple years ago. Now that and we bonded really quickly. Yes. So yeah, thank you, thank you for having
0: me. You're good people, Caleb. It's a beautiful <laughs> we love you. thing.
1: We love you too, Caleb. Mm-hmm. And I love that you read and you like. So we can talk about it. It's special. Like there's, I don't know. There's something about when you meet other people that love books, and it's such a magic that happens. It really does. Uh,
2: you know, we're able to connect to language that we both speak. It's a
1: language.
2: Have you read?
1: Have, Have you? you read this? Read this book. Right. Yes. Exactly.
2: <laughs> uh, you guys gave me a wonderful
0: book.
1: Yes, which was our favorite book. Oh, of the year we read it, recursion. Right. Oh which one recursion remember oh
0: yeah oh man so good that
2: was like a gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> oh,
1: <laughs> like i've loaned out. that
2: out a couple times but i've told them that i have Give to it come back, back.
1: <laughs> you loan it out but it's like attached <laughs> to a string yeah. so
2: normally <laughs> normally i'd be like here you know pay it yeah. forward you know but that's i wanted that that's one because
0: i loved it so have much. you read have you never- read project hail mary yet Oh my God! You, you are. Walking did you out. read any
1: other Blake Crouch yet? Oh, okay, okay. Dark Matter, Dark Matter. What
0: do you That's got? What do you got? What do you got? You're gonna you're gonna be walking <laughs> out of our house with a bookshelf full of books.
1: Okay, just like back up your track, and we'll just like. <laughs> <in> the back. <laughs> beep beep. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Jinx. Okay, everybody. I've been Sandra. I've been Scott, and I'm Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> Please keep reading past your bedtime mm okay.